Uh-oh, brother. You're getting worked. Take it away, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, it is here. It is time I bring you the first ever Cuisine of the Ring tournament. We're going to discuss wrestling food, wrestle food people, wrestle food promos. Uh, We're going to decide who is the champion of culinary delights, who is the king of the cuisine ring. Uh, And For this, I wanted to make sure I brought on somebody who's a culinary expert I needed somebody who I could sit here and talk about these delectable food delights with. And who better than Instagram's own, the one and only, Let Him In The Kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, Brazed Wyatt, Brack King, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. How's it going, man? Very good, very good. Thank you for coming on. Hell yeah. No, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I am, I am stoked for this. Absolutely. Now... For those that might not be familiar with you, you you uh, you work currently out of an actual restaurant store. Uh, fill them in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called the Saks Paul General Store, which is in um, small town called Actual Saks Paul, North Carolina, and it's an old it's an old um, yarn mill that they like transformed into this like. There's a music venue and there's a few shops. There's another restaurant and there's a butchery and there's ours. Okay. Um, which is like a, yeah. So it's like a little gas station with like a a kitchen, and you can buy like local um goods and like stuff like that around. And um, it's not like you're you know typical just like hot dogs and burgers at like a from a gas station. We're doing like we smoke our own duck breast. We do like dinner service after a certain time. We do brunch every weekend. Like it's pretty cool. Holy shit. So, yeah. was how long have you been there? Um, I've been there 3 years, 3 years, I think, 3 or 4. <laughs> okay. And and is yeah. how did you get started in cooking? Is this something that cuz I know like I used to work in bars and it started off not working in the bar but working in the kitchen and then work work going into the bar and finding a niche there. Did you start off directly right. learning to cook or did that branch off from something else? Um, well, I it kind of just like fell into it. I like used to I used to want to do photography and then that kind of fell through and I just kind of like needed to, needed to make money so I got a gig as a um dishwasher and then just kind of worked my way up and just kind of fell in love with it. Okay. So and then like you know like I watched my dad cook a lot when I was younger and I watched like I helped my grandma bake but like it never stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah man, I just kind of like started doing it. <laughs> Absolutely, and and from what I've seen, you can check them out on Instagram. Uh, a lot of the dishes are just amazing looking. I see things like you're talking about smoking your own duck breast. You see you guys mm-hmm. doing all these amazing things on there. And the higher end of culinary ideas that you're doing, like right now I'm looking at a dish that you guys did for catering that was uh, salmon wellington over roasted root veggies and sautéed green beans with a Dijon and heavy cream sauce. Not the thing you'd expect to get at a, a store with a gas station in the front of it. Exactly. Was exactly. that by design that the that they started doing, or was that more by 
just kind of necessity throwing what you wanted to do against the wall. Oh, that's just, that's totally by design. Um, my owner or the, the owner, my boss, he like, that's his vision. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. his thing. It's like have these insane dishes and like actual methodology and like skill put into your food and to know where it comes from and to know that it's all local. Absolutely. So, like, yeah. And and you can look at these things that they're doing at the actually at a Saks Gen store on Instagram. So at Saks Gen store, give them a follow, show them some love. Now, one thing that you've been integrating in has been a little bit of pro wrestling dishes in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Has there been was it was it uh, solely your idea? Was there been any pushback? I mean, I know, I know. A lot, a lot of times, you can when you come up with a dish or something, you name it whatever you want. Is there any kind of parameters right. on how much you're allowed to put in there with wrestling stuff? Dude, I can take it pretty much. Like I have pretty much free range, man. I'm like NWO. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> um, but no, like my boss is like super cool. Like, um, like like creative um, freedom, and like anyone can make a special if they want. And one day I was like. It was it was SummerSlam before SummerSlam last year, and it was in Canada. And I was yeah. like super bored one day, and I was like, I want to make a burger, and I'm gonna call it Rowdy Roddy Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why not? You know what I mean? Right. And it just kind of happened, and then I just ran with it. And um, I was talking to a couple of my like really good friends, and I was like, All right, y'all, I think I'm gonna just like run with this, and I'm like help me think of a name. So like we were just all day with just like silly food like wrestler names and puns and shit or and stuff. And, um, Bray's Wyatt was the one that stuck. And I was like, and that was like right around when Bray Wyatt was making the change. I was like, right. Oh yeah, this is, this is the one. Okay. So just kind of ran with it. <laughs> I love it. I love the visual of it. And you can also follow him on that page at Instagram at braised Wyatt. Go give him a follow, give him some love. So creating this kind of secondary Instagram page where you're, Posting food, wrestling-related things. I know you did a Ijo de Santo taco at one yeah, point. Yeah, that was the latest one. Yeah, and and having that outlet, obviously wrestling is really deeply ingrained in you. How how long have you been a fan? Uh, ever since I can remember. Um, let's see, I'm 27, so like I remember like vividly like. Bash at the Beach '98 when Sting like lost at Goldberg. Right. I think it was these like red and black Sting too, and I was just like so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's ironic that it's Goldberg again. But um, yeah, man. Like I remember I remember all of that, and like I was a huge WCW guy. Um, I was but like Stone Cold was was the dude, but Sting was Sting was my man back then. So like back back since WCW, I've been I've been with it. <laughs> Oh yeah, and that that was that's where I got a lot of my fandom was watching old WCW stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Wolfpack Sting's very underrated. It seems to be the version of Sting people hate on the most as a red and black Sting, but I fucking love I mean, it. <laughs> don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. There was man. <laughs> there was something about the Wolfpack where it was just a bunch of forty five year old white dudes wearing <laughs> FUBU and and making hip hop references right. that was just fucking great. Right. Well, it's just like Kevin Nash being Kevin Nash, basically. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> like he rocked that backwards bandana all the time. Oh, he have it, it, and like the only person that probably owned more Kangol hats than Samuel L. Jackson. It was ridiculous. <laughs> right. 
No, but um, good look, good look. always to always to bring that wrestling flavor into what you're doing. I totally appreciate that, which is why I wanted you here for this. Uh, we're going to be doing the first ever Cuisine of the Ring tournament. So we've got the bracket. You can get it online. You can, you can get it on the Brazed Wyatt page. Uh, you can get it on my page at uh, Getting Worked with Mike. You can print it out, play along at home. But what we're going to be doing, we've got this bracket lined up. We have the two Sweet 16. Now, these are dishes and wrestlers, all kind of based with that food mentality. So we've we've divided this bracket up, and we're going to go game by game, as it were. Uh, basically, we're going to debate this and figure out which of these two is going to be pushed forward in this tournament. It can be based on the food. It can be based on the wrestler. It can be based on how the wrestler used this in their persona. Uh, but we're going to figure this out, crown the first ever Cuisine of the Ring champion. Now, Brack, we're going to go ahead and start off. We've got the first bracket here for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have The Rock's Pie against Jesse and Festus's Biscuits and Gravy! <laughs> Right. So, um, you being Southern, you, you being you know, down down there in the Carolinas, are you going to lean towards the biscuits and gravy? Or is that kind of old hat for you? Um, I mean, like, if we're going based, like, just food, I'm, I'm going to go biscuits and gravy. But, like, since it's the wrestling thing, um, I, this one was easy for me. I'm sticking to rock, bro. The Fountain Pie? Come on, man. Okay. Just based on, like, the segment alone, like, that, that was... I mean, you know, as a child, even now, that that was hilarious. I was like, can he say that? You know, like he's the only then, one uh, yeah. that could get away yeah. with stuff like that. Talking about Poontang Pie, talking about his right. balls, saying that uh, was it that Jillian like, Garcia said she moved. got wet with perspiration. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, the Rock's Pie up against Jesse and Festus. I mean, Jesse went on to do, I don't know what the fuck what. Festus, now currently Luke Gallows in WWE, Monday Night Raw, one half of the Good Brothers, part of the club. So none of that holds any water, you think, up against the Rocks It does. See, that was like the the hardest part because I'm a huge Bullet Club and I Mm -hmm. love AJ. You know what I mean? Like, that was was my dudes. That's the Good Brothers, man. Right? Those are the guys that that started my whole mentality of putting ski on the Mm -hmm. end of words, calling things gimmicks and (laughs) deal all the time. It's fucking ridiculous. I love it. Now... Yeah, and then um, Carl Anderson, man, he's from North Carolina, so like, it it was tough. But I like, I I don't know. I'm just like more of a I was like more of a rock fan, honestly, of of that tag than that tag team. All right, I think we're gonna go ahead and say this officially that moving on into the next <laughs> round is gonna be the Rock's Pie. Now, bringing this on around to uh, matchup number two, Jim Ross's two dollar steak. Against Hulk Hogan, Captain Brother, King Brother himself, and his pasta mania. Now, anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, during this WCW run, Hulk Hogan actually endorsed a pasta restaurant at the Mall of America. He did commercials where he wore a silly hat. He cut promos about what you're going to do, brother, when pasta mania runs wild on you. Up against Jim Ross... One of the greatest wrestling announcers of all time, if not the greatest wrestling announcer of all time, would you say, Brack? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's JR. And and a $2 steak, 
which he is right. been known for saying is a very tough thing, comparing it to a man saying it's tougher than a $2 steak. <laughs> but as a chef, right. what can you do with a tough $2 steak? Could you make that something more magical than a bowl of pasta um, served to you by a really tan man? It, you have to add some stuff to it. But luckily, JR makes his own sauce, and he has his own barbecue sauces and stuff. So, like, you know. So, you so a whole JR thing. Could a slow cook save a tough steak? Like some slow barbecuing? Could you could you save a really tough two dollar steak? I don't know if you could. At that point it's just like the more the kind of steak he's talking about, I think it's just like straight up pan like okay. seared and then cut it and serve it with something else, you know what I mean? Okay, so you're not gonna get much out of it. <laughs> so comparing a tough two dollar steak to Pasta served in a mall. Served in a mall. Now, when I think of mall pasta, I think of uh, <laughs> I want to pronounce it Sabaro. I'm not, I, I might get it wrong, but uh, Sabaro. So, so working in the restaurant field, pasta that would be served in a mall. I mean, not I'd be as, that good. Yeah, I'd assume not the best quality <laughs> of ingredients, right? Right. Right. So we've got we've got. Noodles and sauce prepared in a mall, probably by somebody that didn't care that much. <laughs> Up against a steak that you could do some stuff with. You could probably do something with. You, I think you could do it. Yeah, I, JR. I mean, you gotta let let you gotta let Jim Ross do his thing. But I, 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 I think the two dollars steak kind of would would t- pull ahead on this one. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can't turn it into a slobber knocker, right? <laughs> That's the only way you're going to do it. you got to start off with that tough yeah. $2 steak. Moving on. $2 steak. Put it down. So if you're following <laughs> along at home, we've got uh, the Rocks Pie has moved on, as well as Jim Ross's $2 steak. Now, matchup number three. This is the probably the hardest matchup in my mind. <laughs> this one's tough, man. You've got two, two Titans of wrestling to not only and, and culinary food tournament aside, this is probably if you if I made a list of my top five, these two guys are in it. Hands down. Hands down. You've got the macho man Randy Savage himself and his infamous Slim Jim. I don't think anything anything else <laughs> on this entire tournament, I don't think anyone's more synonymous with a food than the macho man is with a Slim Jim. I mean, yeah. the 80s, the 90s, he was the marketing campaign. They took that red and ye- red and orange <laughs> motif, and just while Hogan was running wild with the red and yellow, Macho Man Randy Savage over here just snapping it crazy with Slim Jims. <laughs> now, the Macho Man and his Slim Jim are going up against some tough competition, a man who's the modern-day wrestling renaissance man, someone who not only... <laughs> Is, is leading a company up until recently, was the champion of one of the top wrestling companies on television, but also has his own cruise ship, has a fucking rock band. Ladies and gentlemen, the Macho Man Randy Savage is going up against Chris Jericho's little bit of the bubbly. Now, we've, we've got a weird combination because you've got a snacky meat stick up against a <laughs> bottle of champagne. I champagne. Mean, what do you think? I mean, from culinary standpoint, you could probably do more with champagne. Like, you know what I mean? 
So if, it, like if you had it, would, I was going to say, would you go more savory or sweet with some champagne? I'm going to go sweet. I'm, I'm all for that. Especially if you could just mm-hmm. add, add some champagne, some citrus. Now, not to be put aside, though, because if there's nothing, nothing more satisfying, it's a nice salty piece of meat. And in a pinch, you only got a few dollars in your hand. If I need to put something in I'm my face, I'm snapping into a Slim Jim. I, I, I can't afford the, the little bit of the bubbly. Those things are like $50 for two bottles and sold out in like two hours. So yeah. I'm more likely to get my hands on the Slim Jim. Now, it's definitely more accessible. It's definitely more accessible, but as far as flavor and what it means to to wrestling are we gonna let the macho man keep going with the slim gym that's probably not that healthy for you or (laughs) chris jericho's probably very delicious effervescent little bit of the bubbly Uh, brack what what are we what are we doing oh man this one's tough (laughs) like oh i don't I I picked Macho Man, and the Macho Man moves <laughs> on. I am I. Oh yeah, we had, I had to. It's, we it's, had to. He's such an icon. So, and like no disrespect to Chris Jericho, I love Chris Jericho. I, I love me some Chris I didn't Jericho. Like, I didn't like Chris Jericho until recently. You know, like, I've been watching wrestling or whatever. Yeah, but like I liked Chris Jericho when he came back to WWE, and then you could see the change where he would want to leave. Like. I like that Chris Jericho. Yeah. The real Chris Jericho. Yeah. The guy who you really just wanted to do something better and saw something bigger going on in wrestling and attached himself to the Young Bucks. I mean, he's a pioneer. He's one of those people who has reinvented himself time and time again. Whereas you have somebody like a Hogan or a Macho Man, just like in this matchup, who throughout his career was one guy. He was the Macho Mm -hmm. Man Randy Savage. Whether he, no matter what colors he wore, whether he was in the NWO or not, he was one guy, the macho, he was macho man. Chris Jericho has morphed himself from the original snotty cruiserweight all the way up into this <laughs> new, he's like a modern day Nick Bockwinkle. So right. as, as important to Chris, to the world as to the wrestling world as Chris Jericho is the macho man, Randy Savage and his slim Jim are moving on. Now, yeah. This next one, this next one's gonna be a little bit difficult for me as far as both of these are kind of internet darlings, and both of these are items I hold close to my heart. Uh, in 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 one corner, we've got the the, the snack of a pipe bomb throwing man. You've got a, a creamy cold dessert brought to you by a man with a cult of personality. You've got CM Punk. And his well-demanded ice cream bars versus a very villainous appetizer, the one and only Marty Skrull chicken wing, which you've done. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've done your um, own Marty Skrull uh, party Marty chicken wings. Party Marty, man. <laughs> yeah, we were running chicken wing special. Um, had some homemade ranch, some homemade potato salad. I made a honey sriracha sauce. We had some barbecue sauce. Um, yeah, dude, had it had to run the chicken wing for him. So, we've got the chicken wing, the the the, the party staple, the sports event staple. Kind of goes 
hand-in-hand with wrestling, up against an ice cream bar. Cold, melts, you gotta eat it quickly, but famously, those ice cream bars from the 80s had your favorite wrestlers printed right on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I could go either way on these, but I have to take personal issue with the ice cream bar because they were just re-released by WWE. Right. Now, the big difference, <laughs> the ice cream bars of old had two cookies, a soft cookie on the top. That's what they printed the wrestler's picture on. And like a harder chocolate cookie on the bottom. You remember those? Um, I, don't, I don't remember them, but like I've, I've seen them on the internet. <laughs> well, nowadays they came back and they're the soft cookie on both sides. Right. And they're not exactly the same, where there was that kind of combination of sweet and salty, or not sweet and salty, but sweet and crunchy and then sweet and soft. Right. You had that kind of balance. Now, they got rid of that. So if you ask me, that disqualifies them from the tournament automatically. If you ask me, Marty Skrull and his chicken wings, move on, no questions asked. All right, pipe bomb dropped. We're done. <laughs> you hear that, CM Punk? You got your ice cream pipe bomb, but we're moving chicken wings on into the next round. Now, we've got another matchup here. It's going to be a little bit of sweet versus a little bit of salty. Uh, in one corner, we've got a breakfast treat, a breakfast sweet, uh, very straight to the point. Thrown out into the crowd. I had a friend that caught one of these and said it wasn't that delicious. Uh, We've got the New Day's pancakes. Now, up against the New Day, they're they're hot. They're they're one of the biggest acts. They could do anything, do no wrong. So to go up against them, you need a real contender. You need somebody who's a legend in the business. You need somebody who whose persona can go up against the New Day. So up against this, up against them in this other corner. We've got Andre the Giant's Peanuts. And anybody that's at home listening to this wondering what the fuck Andre the Giant has to do with peanuts, you're not old enough. But I will tell you, (laughs) you need to go watch The Princess Bride because his character basically is famous for that voice that he had in that movie. And ironically, saying the phrase, does anybody want a peanut? Not really much to do with the character, but for Andre the Giant, it's what we're going to bring in for this one. So you've got your peanuts, you've got your pancakes. What are we doing here? I've just got mad love for Andre, man. I like, I like this one. This one I had, I had um, no problem choosing Andre. I love the New Day. I love Kofi. I love the whole up, up, down, down channel, the thing, like everything about it. But and also, like, also had an Andre the Giant Burger special. So there you go. I was already leaning. Well, we've made that one a very easy decision. Much like Marty Skrull, Andre the Giant is smashing his way through the pancake wall, through the New Day, on into the next round. Now, taking them down, moving on, we're going to move on to the next bracket in this tournament. It gets a little morbid in here. You've got heavy machinery, Tucker and Otis, Hey, Tucky! And their stakes and weights versus the gobbledygooker, the legendary Thanksgiving character that came out of an egg at the Survivor Series. There's rumors that that was supposed to be The Undertaker. But you've got a giant turkey up against a pile of steaks 
and a pile of weights. Now that begs the question, Brack. Do you want a required workout with your food? Oh, man. I don't know, but like, isn't eating a lot of turkey just the same as a workout? Like, <laughs> they're so, both going to put you to sleep. So, you gotta, you, so we're, we're, we've got to catch it, cook it up, and eat it because that thing's kicking and moving. Oh, yeah. It's a turkey. It's a big so, bird. <laughs> So what 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 do you think is going to cause more more sleepy time, eating a bunch of steaks and and do and and then lifting some weights, or a slow roasted wild turkey? Oh man, this one's tough. I picked heavy machinery because like I'm only in the mood for turkey certain times of the year. Right. But like, I love steak. <laughs> beef beef is the jam. I don't uh, think you can go wrong with some steak. Well, that's heavy machinery guys are good. That, that's just a good gimmick. They're, I love them. <laughs> All right. Well, then we're going to say it right now. that heavy machinery and their steaks and weights are moving on. So we are going to prefer having a workout with our food rather than chasing down and slaughtering a giant turkey. Having to butcher a turkey. <laughs> well, a, a comedically giant turkey. I'd be okay with a normal yeah. everyday turkey, but this thing is like horrendous. Oh, it harassed like Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I really want to t- tussle with a giant turkey, but we're not going to have exactly. to because heavy machinery is moving on. Now, this next bracket, this next matchup, is very poignant with us being on the cusp <laughs> of AEW Revolution, where one of the contenders in this bracket had a hell of a showing because we've got Orange Cassidy in this bracket, in this matchup. Uh, have you seen Revolution yet? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I have heard some really good reviews. <laughs> it's it's a very good show. I highly advise going and watching it. The tag match is wonderful. And this match that Orange Cassidy had with Pac was the match they needed to have to actually show that when Orange Cassidy gets in the ring with somebody and it matters, he actually tries and that he's actually a good wrestler. It it provides that wonderful balance between that aloof, sloth-like character. So I highly (laughs) recommend his performance in that match. Now, up against Orange Cassidy, the king of sloth style himself, we needed somebody with... An, an equal following, an, an equal an equal persona, an equal character, an equal comedic gimmick. Up against Orange Cassidy, we have put the one and only Ring of Honor and New Japan star, Cheeseburger. So with this, you've got Orange Cassidy, which is an indescript orange item. Is it juice? Is it an orange itself? Uh, whatever food you want to attribute to this, up against Cheeseburger. What do you think? Um, I picked Orange Cassidy uh, because I recently did an Orange Cassidy special, which was like, okay, um, I made it like an orange glazed chicken salad wrap. An orange glazed chicken have to salad be just wrap. Like an orange, yeah, it doesn't huh. have to be just like a dessert or juice or whatever. It was just like um, I had a honey orange glaze on some chicken, whip that in a chicken salad, turn that into a wrap. There's your orange Cassidy. So I guess out of the gate, you're gonna get far more diversity out of out of being able to use orange as an ingredient than being pigeonholed into a che- just a cheeseburger. 
Exactly. I think we've got a winner in that one, ladies and gentlemen. The King of Sloth style Orange Cassidy is moving on. Now, the last matchup in the preliminary bracket before we get on to the quarterfinal round, we are talking about the New Day coming back. Double entry. <laughs> Sneak it in New with Day. another. The New Day is back, baby. With Budios, cereal, sweet, sugary, sweet, sweet breakfast. Now, up against this sweet, sweet breakfast, we are going to have Carlito's apple. It may not be cool, but it is nutritious. An apple. (laughs) Now, sweet, sweet breakfast cereal, a natural, tasty, crisp, but possibly boring apple. Now I picked the. Uh, well, never mind. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Who'd you pick? Who'd you have? Um, I had the new day. This is why I didn't pick the pancakes because I secretly had this plan. <laughs> ah! <laughs> the horse, his 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 horse in the race picks out and shows out itself. Now, exactly. So with the new day bootios. This isn't even a contest. Who the fuck's going to take an apple over a bowl of cereal? You never, that apple might be sour, man. Carlito was always healed. <laughs> he, like, just gimmick alone. Not to mention, he always had a, a bite taken out of it. And once you do that, an apple goes exactly. brown in, like, three minutes. And then it's fucking useless. Yeah, no one wants that. Nobody that. wants your apple, Carlito. <laughs> Fuck your apple, Carlito. Bootios are moving on. <laughs> moving in to the quarter final round we're starting off strong we're starting off very strong uh we are gonna have two legends one hall of fame announcer up against probably one of the greatest names in wrestling ever to exist it's jim ross and his two dollar steak up against the rock and his pie so You've got a steak, a $2 steak, a tough piece of meat, and then you've got pie. Now, if we had to narrow it in, obviously, the rocks pie is poontang pie, (laughs) which, which, as much as I say the word fuck on this show, I still would like to say it's a little bit PG, so we're not going to go into that. But if you had to attribute one specific pie as the entry as the rock's pie, what would you choose? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I don't know, man. Probably, probably like, probably apple pie, I guess. I don't know. Like some, it, seems, some it seems pretty, it seems pretty, 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 pretty I mean, all-American. Classic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's apple pie. It's, it's, it's. It's apples. I mean, that, that's. I mean, that elevates what fucking Carlito had. He just had her apple with a yeah. bite taken out of it. So we'll put a delicious hot apple pie Way up against a two dollars steak. You ask me. I think the uh, Rock takes it again. Rock takes it again. I, I. I don't. I don't think you can beat. You can beat some delicious pie. You really can't, yeah, especially yeah, if we're talking apple JR, pie. Like... Oh, I love me some steak. I love me some barbecue. But I think. By this point, the steak's been cooked too long. It's already tough. It's mm-hmm. only going to get tougher. I, I, I'm, I'm, sti- I'm skipping the steak and going straight for dessert and getting some pie. Yeah, 
Exactly. So after our pie, we're going for some salty snacks. We've gotten this next round. The Macho Man and his Slim Jims up against Marty Skrull and his chicken wings. What do you think, Brack? I'm going party Marty, man. I'm sticking to the sticking to the special. <laughs> He's sticking uh, it tight, but I gotta make a strong argument. So you're telling me that Marty Skrull's chicken wings stand up against over twenty years of endorsements, packaging, commercials. <sighs> Of the Macho Man, I'm not. Cha- I'm not asking you to change your opinion. I'm asking no, you think that a chicken wing can stand up to a Slim Jim. Just food, food alone. I, I would much rather have a chicken wing than a Slim Jim. I'm not even like a huge fan of Slim Jims. I just love Macho Man. Well, there <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I think that speaks that speaks volumes of it. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have a hearty chicken wing. Rather than a salty little stick of meat, so Macho Man, you backed the wrong horse. You should have sponsored <laughs> chicken wings. But now yeah, Marty Skrull moves on to face the rock. But before we go there, in our next part of this quarterfinals, we have Andre the Giant and his peanuts up against heavy machinery and their stakes and weights. So you've got Andre the Giant, who you've done a special with, you've already said you're backing that horse up against Tucker and Otis, who you've also said you backed with the steak and the weight, the food and the workout. So these seem to be two that you that two that you like. I'm gonna put this ball in your court, Brack. Who do we got? I'm picking Andre. Andre the Giant, baby. Peanuts. Peanuts, Peanuts coming again. I like, through. I love I love snacks. There you go. It's Peanuts Andre. for the win. Andre for the win. The Giant comes through again, taking out a tag team, a two on one, and he took him down. Now, I don't think our next tag match is going to have this much of a luck for the guy who's only by himself because in the last <laughs> match of the quarterfinals, we have Orange Cassidy. Versus the New Day and their bootios. We've got the sugary cereal back again. Is that crunch and sweetness going to carry us through? Or is the orange, is a little bit of citrus what we need to fight off that New Day scurvy? I'm going to do New Day, man. <laughs> I'm letting them run wild. New Day! Right We've got the bootios. This is from a culinary expert, guys. This is from, as he puts it, a culinary gangster. So you can take these recommendations to the bank. If someone puts a bowl of cereal and a glass of orange, anything in front of you, eat cereal. Eat, eat, the, cereal. eat the fucking cereal. So we've got our fries. I've, I've, uh, I've heard, I've heard they're like, super sugar. They yeah, it's really good. I mean, shout out to my super awesome wife. She um, bought, bought me some back, back in the day. But yeah, they're super good. So, would you say that they were because they, they they were priced priced high? Were they worth the elevated price, or was it something a company could have made without that elevated price? I mean, yeah, they could have made it without the elevated price. It's okay, just, this is I think it's a bigger box, but like just as a wrestling fan alone, it's, it's fucking worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, with that being said, we've got our final four here. 
We've got The Rock's Pie up against Marty Skrull's Chicken Wings. And then we've got Andre and his Peanuts up against The New Day and their Bootios. You've got spicy. You've got salty. You've got sweet. You've got a culinary cacophony catastrophe. This is a championship (laughs) tournament to crown the cuisine of the ring. So we're taking this back around with our next matchup. The Rock and his pie versus Marty Skrull and his chicken wings. So you've backed the chicken wings this whole time, Brack. Do the chicken wings take down the pie? Oh, man. Yes, they do. Bullet Club. I'm sticking, you, with, them. I'm sticking with my wings, man. So over the pie, over the sweetness, over the championships, the eyebrows, the movies, the chicken wings win out over the apple pie because we've decided it was apple. Yeah, we did. All right. So moving on to the finals, Marty Skrull and his chicken wings. So we've got Marty Skrull and the chicken wings. And then in this next matchup to determine our other finalist for the championship for the cuisine of the ring, we have Peanuts versus Bootios. Andre the Giant, the the one of the greatest names in wrestling history versus the New Day's Bootios. A sugary cereal. It was part of a WrestleMania entrance. They sold a ton of boxes. You vouch for the flavor. The marketing is through the roof. What's going on? I'm taking the new day. I have to. I have to. I love cereal. So we've got the bootios moving through. Andre the Giant has fallen. Hulk Hogan has slammed him down. It's WrestleMania 3, except it's the new day standing tall. So we've got it here. The championship matchup. The finals. We've come all this way. We've come all this way in this one <laughs> tournament down to this. Ooh. Marty Skrull and his chicken wings, which, if you ask me, love me some fucking chicken wings, but you've also got the bootios. Yeah. The masterful, sweet, sugary marketing ploy that WWE used to milk probably five million fucking dollars out of its fans. So much money, so many t-shirts, so many boxes of cereal, so much money made off of bootios. Who's gonna take the championship? Are we spicing it up with some chicken wings? Or are we keeping it too sweet with some bootios? What do you think, Brack? Oh man. Alright. I'm going to keep it too sweet, but not with the bootios. Too sweet with the chicken wings. I got I to gotta go with chicken wings, man. I love lemon pepper wings. I love sauces. Chicken wings. Marty, we got Marty chicken Skrull, wings. Marty Skrull, the villain, has won. According to a culinary expert, Brazed Wyatt himself, Marty Skrull and his chicken wings are walking out as the champion of the first ever getting worked cuisine of the ring tournament once again brack braised wyatt thank you so much for coming on and helping me determine the king of the cuisine of the ring tournament uh before we get out of here tell everybody where they can find you tell everybody where they can follow you at follow me look me up on instagram 
at Braves Wyatt. Um, you can look up the Saxfall General Store. I'll be on there too. Um, Saxfall General Store catering on Instagram. Um, yeah, Braves Wyatt. That's where it's at. Get, let him in. Let him in the kitchen. You can follow Getting Worked on Twitter at Getting Worked. Follow the show on Instagram at Getting Worked with Mike. Subscribe on iTunes, wherever you get podcasts. Show us some love. Show Braised Wyatt some love. Go to the Saks Gen store and show them some love. Get some chicken wings. Sit down. Eat them. Watch some wrestling. Braised Wyatt. We did it. We got a champion. Thank you so much again for doing this, brother. Thank you.